What is one secret your parents can never know? I was brought up in a pretty religious home. My family had me in theatre, choir, youth group, and all kinds of other extracurricular activities to keep me out of trouble, so they trusted me pretty well. One night, I was about 15, my boyfriend at the time had come over to watch movies. The stipulation was that we could lay on the bed and watch the movie, but the door had to be open. After a while, my mum came in to check on us and everything was fine, so she thanked my boyfriend for being a gentleman and shut the door on her way out. Immediately, as if the door shut had triggered some teenage hormone overload, we started making out and fooling around. He slid his hand up my shirt for a bit, but finally having some privacy, I soon directed his hand to my nether bits. Yay, first, not self-stimulated, climax. We never got caught, which was considered a major triumph, and we found ways after that to hook up without my parents knowing. It wasn't until a few months later at my youth's purity ball, yes, we signed pledges and war rings to signify our abstinence for God and marriage, that my dad delivered this humiliating speech. He told the congregation he was proud of the strong lady I had become, that regardless of having a boyfriend, I stood up to teen peer pressure and hormones, and that he witnessed me deflect an attempt at immoral behavior while watching movies with my boyfriend one night. Apparently, the blinds had been open and my bed faced them from in the house. He happened to be walking in from the garage and caught a peek at me removing my boyfriend's hand from under my shirt. I was mortified. The secret he must never know? The night I had my first climax? He thought I deflected my boyfriend from touching me under there, when in reality I was actually redirecting him much further south. It was me who superglued the fridge door shut. I just blamed it on my brother. This is nowhere near as serious as some of the things in this thread, but it's easily my favorite. As a younger brother, you frickin' butthole. As an older brother, I probably would have done the exact same thing, and yes, it probably would have worked. After my sister died, I locked myself in her room and went through everything alone before her friends or my parents went through her stuff to pack it away or give it to her friends. I found nude pictures, empty bottles of alcohol, and a letter she had wrote but I guess never gave to her then-boyfriend, telling him the story of how she had been taken advantage of as a younger teenager. I threw everything like that out but kept the letter. It's been 12 years now and I just found the letter again as I was packing up to make room for a baby. I can't bring myself to throw it away. Well, good on you for being that filter. I shudder to think about people going through my crap after I die and finding all my skeletons. Is there an official term for this? Should this be a thing? I need to designate someone to do this, otherwise I'll ruin a lot of memories of me. A lot of people have suggested skin flick buddy. I'd get punched in the face if I went to my best friend and said, Larry, we've known each other for a long darn time. Let's be skin flick buddies. Surely we can come up with a better term that requires little to no explanation. I suggest the term Halo Maker, because they make sure you're remembered as an angel. I was about 10 and my dad had just painted the boiler room door orange in our basement. My younger brother and I were pushing each other around on a skateboard in the basement and my dad warned us, don't you dare hit this door with your skateboard. 15 minutes later and I'm picking my brother up from the ground and looking at a hole in my dad's orange door caused by said skateboard. Definitely not telling dad. Instead, I grab a piece of orange construction paper and a glue stick to patch the hole. It matched surprisingly well. 27 years later, that construction paper is still holding strong, and I have never heard a word about it from my pop. Later, well, it looks like I just blew my cover just for you people. I texted my mom and asked her to take a photo of the door. It looks like the years have faded it. This happened in my freshman year of high school. One of my friends got a hold of some green herb, 
and I haven't tried it before, so we have the stupid idea to smoke it. He came along with some other friends of mine. The original plan was go to the forest near my house and to smoke it, but it was cold, so we didn't want to. One of us wanted to smoke it on my porch, but I disagreed. I forget how, but we came up with the dumb idea to hotbox in my bathroom. Keep in mind, my parents were going to be home from work in an hour, and if they found out, my life would be over. We quickly made a crappy bong out of a Gatorade bottle, then removed everything from my bathroom. We lit up the herb and smoked for like 10 minutes. Once we were done, we quickly cleaned the stuff up and emptied a whole Axe bottle in the bathroom. My friends, being high as F, left. I went back upstairs to check the bathroom and it smelled like flat-out Mary J. I tried to use every possible thing to get the smell out, but it didn't work. I called my parents, they have the same job, and they said they were 15 minutes away. I knew I was effed. Now keep in mind, my parents were extremely strict, and if they caught me, this would be over. This is when I thought the dumbest thing any sane human would think. Burn my bathroom down. So I ended up lighting some towels on fire and trying my hardest to burn the sink area. It ended up catching on fire, but it was slow. I quickly called 911 and three minutes later I see fire trucks outside of my house. They took care of the fire and my parents came home shocked. Half of my bathroom was charred and the door knocked down. Fire department said it was probably an electrical current from the outlet that burned a towel. I stayed up that night thinking about how dumb I was and what I just did. To this day, my parents don't know. When you guys went to Hawaii, I put Milo, the cat, down. He was sick, in incredible pain, couldn't eat or drink. Couldn't even move to get to the litter box. When you left on vacation, he was too weak to even yowl in pain anymore. I couldn't stand to see that cat in so much pain and so afraid, so I did the only thing I could do to help him. End his life humanely. My parents were 100% against putting down a pet regardless of how much it's suffering, so they'd go beyond mad if they knew this. Well done, commenter. Letting an animal live on in pain like this is terrible, no matter how much it hurts us to see them go. You did the right thing. One time, I dropped an entire roll of toilet paper into the bowl when trying to change it. I didn't want them to know I ruined an entire roll, so I hid it in my closet and over the course of a few weeks, I would rip away pieces and throw them away. Since some people seem to be assuming my parents were horrible and I was frightened, that's definitely not the case. I was just a dumb kid that was embarrassed about dropping a whole roll in the toilet. That last story was the most innocent response in this thread, and it reminds me of something I did. Once when I was seven or so, I was playing before bed and somehow frayed the cord of my bedside lamp. So when my mum came in, I told her and she said, Okay, we'll fix it slash replace the cord in the morning. Just leave it unplugged. I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and forgot that my lamp was broken. So I plugged it back in to be able to see where I was going and a couple of sparks popped out of the frayed section. Terrified, I quickly unplugged it and ran to the bathroom to get a cup of water and then poured it onto the section of the carpet where the sparks had landed. I must have sat there for half an hour worried that I was going to start a fire and I wanted to be sure nothing had happened. I remember sleeping terribly that night, anxious that our house was going to burn down and going over the evacuation plan we learned how to make in school. My sister and I were reading through my mum's old high school yearbook and we kept seeing everyone's sign saying something along the lines of, congrats, you and X are perfect together. X is not our dad, but we'd never heard X's name mentioned before. After a little more digging, we found out she had married X right out of high school, divorced, and then married our father. Neither of us really cared, but it was still a huge shock she hadn't told us now that we're both in our mid-twenties. My dad always tells me I was so whipped by my girlfriend back in high school, and the example he always uses is, that one time she told me to change out of my sweatshirt. 
What really happened is that she pointed out the huge white stain that she left on my sweatshirt the night before, and I figured I should change it to avoid awkwardness on our day out with my family. Yeah, I gave my ex hand fun times once on the backseat of my mum's car while his mum was driving. He arrived on one of my sweatshirts, and the next day at school I see my mum wearing it. She was a substitute teacher. Huge white stain on the back of it. Didn't know what to do. My dad thinks I lost my virginity earlier than I actually did. He thought he'd walked in on me post-fun times with my girlfriend at the time, but we'd actually just been play-fighting, and the moment he walked in was the moment she decided to put the strap from her top back on her shoulder. After that, I found out my dad's told half the family about this, and despite me trying to tell him that I hadn't done anything, he claimed to have believed me, but didn't. So he'll never know when I actually did, because he believes a lie. Uh, To answer this particular topic, how to use a computer, apparently. Yes, my mother-in-law is the same way. She keeps getting viruses and asking us to fix it, even though we live 19 hours away, or to buy her a new one. She recently started seeing a guy who's a gamer and has suddenly decided she wants us to buy her a gaming PC, even though the most advanced game she plays is Candy Crush. Mother-in-law calls. Help! The antivirus says the file I downloaded is a virus and to delete it. What do I do? You delete it. But how do I make the antivirus pop-up go away? You click the little X. But you said never to touch it. Just close it and delete the file. No, but you said if I touch it, I'll get viruses. I'm just going to get another computer. I'm sorry for hijacking this topic for, uh, old people can't use computers thread, but it made me laugh and I'm not sure that these posts are elsewhere. Blame the people who wrote them. That one of my childhood friends and I used to play with each other's willies. It was fun and we liked it. I'm a married, straight guy, but this information would shorten their lifespan undoubtedly. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations are up on this one, so why not? I was a junior in high school and had some friends into LAN parties who were seniors, but I couldn't really join them because my family was pretty poor and neither of them could afford a computer for me to use at that time. So one day, my older friends give me one of their older PCs, a Pentium 3, with a couple of parts missing, RAM, hard drive, that I could build out for myself. Now, about 15 years later, it's turned out to be a great jumping-off point because now I'm a successful system administrator and love working in the IT field. And I owe it in many ways to that first computer I learned to build back up from scratch and make my own. Only, they didn't give me that computer, we stole it from the high school. Sorry, not sorry. I totaled my first car when I was 16. They knew about that. They came to pick me up and talked to the police officer while I was moving things from my car to theirs. What they didn't know about was the liter of vodka in my trunk, which I quickly and quietly speedwalked to my parents' truck. Neither the cop nor my parents knew a thing. I very nearly crapped my pants. Disclaimer, I did not drink and drive. The trunk was just the only place my parents never checked, and I happened to be a rowdy teenager. I can never tell mine that my number one goal as a parent is to handle relationship issues differently than they did. They went through an extremely messy divorce when I was eight, and my only memory of them together is them screaming at each other, and my sister and I hiding in our rooms. Then it was ten plus years of them talking crap about each other to us, putting us in the middle of all their arguments, and giving us a huge guilt trip whenever they felt like we were spending more time with the other one than with them. It's been 20 years now and my mum will still talk crap about my dad and stepmom every once in a while, despite me asking her over and over to stop. I'm happily married, but if I were to ever get divorced, I will never put my daughter in the middle of arguments or speak badly about her father to her, or make her feel guilty about having a relationship with him. It's the number one thing I learned from my parents and I think they would be devastated to realise the true effect it's had on me. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was taken advantage of as a child by a babysitter 10 years older than I was. My parents were trying to help her out because she was having issues in her abusive home. Her father was then tossed in jail. This went on from what I can remember for at least two years. I was four to five years old. I didn't tell anyone until I started dating at 14. My parents do not know because A. They were trying to help her and I felt sorry for her. But for a preschooler's mind, it didn't work that way. By the time I felt I could say something, so much time had passed that all I could see happening was me hurting my parents, making them blame themselves. Why do that? I see this person from time to time in passing at the supermarket. We have mutual acquaintances. People bring her up. That bothers me. I don't care about what's happening in her life. I think she was going through some messed up crap and passed it on. I feel sorry for her. When I see her, I look in the eye and stand strong, almost to say, you know what you did and I am not broken because of it. When I was in elementary school, I was at Target with my mom and sister. At the checkout counter, I saw these cinnamon-flavored Tic Tacs, and I had to have them because I hadn't fully developed the whole want or need function in my brain. I knew my mom wouldn't buy them for me, so I grabbed them, sneakily, and put them in my pocket, sneakily. I felt pretty guilty the whole way home and didn't make eye contact with anyone in case they could read my mind. As soon as I was inside the safety of my home, I made my way upstairs, sneakily, and opened my hot goods. They were awful. Easily my least favorite tic-tac. I ended up throwing them in the garbage can outside, sneakily, to avoid any suspicion. This is my shame and I carry it alone, except now with theoretically thousands of people. I wonder how common it is for kids to have nicked candy from stores growing up. I know I did once and I felt terrible about it afterwards as well. When I was about 10, I discovered the ability to jerk in my gherkin. Oh, those were great times tugging in the shower. I soon discovered the vast world of the internet and its dark places. One day, I decided to start going at it in my room. Well, it was about time to finish up and had nowhere to shoot. So I splooged on the floor and rubbed it in. No big deal, right? Our carpet was an off-white, so when I rubbed it in, it would just disappear. I did this for 10 years, people. I had no idea how that stuff smelled. I guess neither did my parents. One day, they started to notice the stench. They chalked it up to my dog always laying in my room and my friends having really stanky feet. As did I. One day, I got curious after learning splooge glows under a black light. Borrowed my brother's black light, went to my room, closed the door, flipped the switch, and... Holy crap. The carpet in my room was brighter than the morning sun. I noped the frick out of there with that black light and buried that memory to this day. Four years later, my girlfriend starts going on and on about how splooge smells like a dirty wet dog and feet after it's dry and it clicks. My room stank of splooge for years. That's a dirty secret I'll take to the grave. I signed a lease for an apartment in Florida before I came back home from my internship down at Disney. I came back home and never went back down. I paid for it for a year. My roommates wouldn't let me have someone else sublease. It was a horrible situation and I screwed up. I don't need to hear from my parents how stupid and young I was. Oi. When I was about 11 or 12, I was going through my pyromaniac stage. 
One Saturday, I decided I would grab a steel can and fill it with gasoline and head to the woods. Now, this wasn't just your typical old can of SpaghettiOs. It was a one-gallon bulk-sized can, filled to the brim. I took it to the woods and decided it would be cool to just light it on fire and see what would happen. I lit it, and it caught like I expected and kept burning inside the can. After about 15 minutes, I got bored and went to try and put it out. In the process, I knocked the can over, spreading gasoline all over the forest floor, and it erupted in a ball of flame. I quickly ran back to my house to get water and come running back with about five gallons. By this point, the fire had spread tremendously and my efforts were useless. I decided my best bet would be to run inside and play video games. Luckily, this spot in the woods was pretty good ways away from my parents' house, so it didn't draw my parents' attention immediately. After about an hour or so, the entire fire department is on the scene battling the three to four acres of forest fire that is roaring. There was a road that runs behind my house, and the fire basically engulfed all of the forest separating my parents' house and the road. This road is notorious for substance stealers and crystal houses. While the firefighters are trying to battle the flames, it's discovered that the house closest to the fire is actually a rather large lab house, and the cops show up and a huge bust goes down. Naturally, the fire was blamed on them, and my parents just accepted that. It's now 20 years later, and my parents still do not know, nor will they ever know. In conclusion, set fire to three to four acres of woods, Crystal House got blamed, parents will never know. My sister, stepbrother, and I are all adults now, ranging from mid-twenties to early thirties. I was the oldest, so I had already moved out by the time my sister was a teenager. We were all out to dinner with our parents recently, exchanging funny stories back and forth, and then this came up. Stepbrother, to my sister, I guess we're all old enough for this story now. So, remember how you would call me to see if our parents were awake yet? Sister, we are not old enough for that story. That's where it ended, but I assume my sister was sneaking out at night and calling my stepbrother in the morning to see if it was safe to sneak back in, and despite being in her late twenties now, still doesn't want my parents to know about it. I was sure you were going to say they were sleeping with each other. I felt absolutely the same as that last commenter I just quoted, and I'm relieved to be proven wrong. Maybe it's a filthy mind thing. I spent the night in jail for possession of Mary J five years ago. Not a big deal really, but it would kill my mum if she found out I'd been in a jail cell. That I was the one that blew up the toilet. To this day, my stepdad thinks someone broke into my house, smashed the toilet, and left. I'm not that close to my parents, but as an adult, I'm a lot mellower and recognize the fact that they're nice people who did their best. So there's nothing that would be catastrophic for me if they found out, but I'd be a little glum about the unnecessary trauma it'd put them through if they ever found out how many people I've slept with, how many of them were dudes, or the sheer quantity of illegal substances I did at one point. That party I threw in high school when you guys were out of town for the weekend that you found out about due to my snitch-butt neighbors. It wasn't just some guys drinking beer and playing poker. It was actually an illegal substance-fueled swingers party. And yes, your bed was used. When we were staying at a friend's place on holiday, my significant other and I accidentally broke her guest bed. Like one of the legs gave way and the whole thing collapsed. It was an ultra-cheap metal frame and significant other found a meat cleaver and we banged the bejesus out of that bed to get it back into shape, to no avail. I had to ring my friend and confess. Due to the conservative nature of my parents and their firm beliefs, we have allowed them to believe that we are chaste and good and would never actually have S-E-X. Ew, gross. 
We've never lied, but we've certainly been guilty of omission. We're getting married this year, and my friend with the broken bed is a bridesmaid and is working on her speech. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.